Welcome to Rory Ray's Business Siren Have It All Radio for Women. Hi, everybody. I am kicking off my interview series for Walking the Feminine Edge with my special guest, Valerie Orion, Coach Valerie Orion. I chose Valerie right off the bat for this interview because we're near Valentine's Day, number one, and I consider her to be an expert in gift-giving to men and an expert in general on Valentine's Day. But more than that, I just think Valerie is one of the sharpest coaches I have ever met. And it's not just because she's one of my original pilot program Rory Ray Relationship Coach Training, RRCT, trained coaches, but because on her own, completely independent of me, she's just spectacular. So I am going to have her as a guest on my first Lover Ever call on February 11th. And if you are in that program, you'll get to ask her questions and hear the answers there. Here, mostly, I just want to interview Valerie about what she does, how she does it, and also how she does all of this that she does and keep her marriage going, how she switches hats, how she walks the feminine edge. So welcome, Valerie. Hi, Rory. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. And you know what? Before we even start talking, I want to make sure that everybody knows how to get to you. So you are at www.coachvalerieorion.com, and I want to make sure your name is beautifully spelled V-A-L-A-R-I-E-O-R-Y-A-N.com. And I will also put that in written form so everybody can find you. So... (laughs) I'm thrilled to have you. Tell me right off the bat, what made you decide to be a coach in the first place? I mean, you had a job. You have a great marriage. What made you decide to start a business like this? Oh, gosh. Well, because love is just its so close to my heart. I, I almost feel like I was born to be a love coach, and I didn't know that for a really long time. I was actually, my mom, in all her beautiful wisdom, she named me after Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, for heaven's sakes. Mm-hmm. Because I was born, I was, I was, my, her due date was Valentine's Day, and, you know, I like to be early, so I showed up a few days <laughs> early, but she, <laughs> she still named me after Valentine's Day. And for a long time, it was almost like a thorn in my side because I was horrible at love. I was just not good at it. And like a lot of women, I just I was just taught a lot of the wrong things. And so I, I struggled in relationships. Um and then I finally figured it out with your help, um, because your your website and your ebook and all your programs were just invaluable to me in learning really how to communicate with men and connect with them. And I I realized that all these experiences that I had in relationships and failed attempts at love were actually helping me to become a a great resource to women because I made every mistake that you could possibly think of and then I made up a few of my own just for good measure and I I know how to help women now and I felt like it was my calling I felt like it was my calling and my mom got it right you know she named me (laughs) after love for a reason and it took me a long time to figure that out, but now I feel like I I have all the backing that I need to help women. That's a you know, great story coming from inside you. 
And, you know, I've seen what you can do with women because you teach clinics, and I, I can see how you can reach them and how you work with them. You're really quite amazing. You're one of the sharpest women, period, I've ever met, to tell you the truth. And what I, I'm on your website now, and you are all about letting love find you. And I know you also have been talking about the modern fairy tale and how your dreams can come true and not to abandon your dreams and how you can have an old-fashioned kind of love experience. And I love your book, Man Magic, What to Say to Him. Your freebie is phenomenal, three ways to make him irresistibly attracted to you. So let's talk about that. What does it mean to let love find you and we're also about trying to get it? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, for me, letting love find you is all about just taking the hard work out of attracting a man in a relationship. And it's about learning how to open up and just let love come to you. Because chasing love just sounds so desperate and it feels so hard. But letting love just like softly land on you feels so much easier. Because I've found in my own experience, the things that I've chased, once I've caught up with them, they hardly ever feel as satisfying as I, as I thought they would. And the things that I have just let find me just feel so much better than I could have ever imagined. So I, I just try to teach women how to be open to love instead of blocking it. Uh, you just uh, That was a beautiful thing you said about softly land on you. What does that look like? That looks like just embracing your femininity and appreciating the woman that you are and celebrating that every day and sinking into it so that men are just magnetically drawn to you. And you don't have to do a thing. You don't have to do a thing. And that was so eye-opening for me because I worked so hard for love in my life. Wow. And it, I felt so exhausted and, and just burned out. And once I just kind of let that go and just sank into my femininity, all these good things just started, started showing up for me. This is they, taking us in a little another direction, but how does your... How does that work when you're also working so much and, you know, entrepreneurial, you know, 24 hours a day trying to create your business? Does that help this letting love find you or does it make it harder? How do you switch from your go, 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 you know, intensity to just letting it softly land on you? That's a great question because, you know, and I, I have a lot of women that I, that I speak with and that I work with that are very entrepreneurial. Um, you know, women today are so, we're so powerful in the business world and it's kind of hard to, to flip that switch into being in our boy energy where we're accomplishing and doing and then just going into our being and just softly sitting there and letting things come to us. What I do is, and, and this, it's actually not as hard as you may think it is. It's just, I know, it's almost like I see a clear line from when 
I'm in my business mode, when I'm in my doing mode, when I'm helping other women, when I'm getting things done, to when I'm with my man. And what I had to do to to start with is just make things, uh, I had to find things that transitioned me. So before I left my job, I would put on some lipstick. I would spritz on some perfume just to tell me, hey, I'm a girl, I'm a woman, and I don't have to do anything, I just have to be. So that when I'm coming home to my man, I'm all in my femininity, I'm soft, and I can just let him take over, him take the reins, him row the boat, and him start doing things. And if it means that I have to, you know, as soon as I get home, slip into a bubble bath, so that I'm in that kind of that um, sensory mode where I'm feeling, then that's what I do. I feel the water on my body. I smell the scent of the bubble bath. So you just don't go right to fixing him dinner? Oh, no. No, he fixes me dinner. Oh, wow. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he loves to fix me dinner. He loves to cook, you know, it's, it's, because cooking is is a doing thing, you know, it's an action. All right, so you're home, you're in feminine, and because you're an entrepreneur, now you have client calls in the evening, and you have to do your marketing, and you have to answer your Facebook uh, stuff, and you have to put up some pictures, and you have to uh, check your website, and you have to do all this stuff. How do you manage that? Or do you just shut off and not do it except in specific hours. Well, you can't because you have evening clients. Mm-hmm. I do. I just do it. I just, I'm totally in my boy when I'm with my clients and when I'm doing my marketing and anything business-related. But, you know, as soon as I walk through that door of my office, because my office is in my home, um, I, yeah. close that, I close that door. But you know what? I Actually, I light a candle while I'm coaching, to remind me about femininity. Because even when I'm coaching, I still want to be a little bit in my feminine mode with the women that I'm coaching because it really it helps me to connect with them better. So I'm, I still got some of the femininity going through me. But then as soon as I close that door and step across that threshold, I'm, I'm, I'm completely the girl again. And I just melt and I just I take a deep breath. And I drop my shoulders. And this is something you taught me, you know, how to track in my body where my energy is at. And I just, I drop my shoulders, I take a deep breath, and I just tell myself, oh, I get to be the girl now. And it feels really good. And then I'll walk over to my husband, and he holds his arms out, and I just melt into him. And I just melt into him, and then I let him take care of me. Do you talk about your business with him at all? Um, very little. You know, I like to leave the the business in in the room, in the room that I just left. Um, I want our relationship to be about us. And, you know, he talks to me about his business, and I'll just say a little, because sometimes he helps me. He helps me with my website and all that, and so I'll help. I'll ask him. I'll say, you know, it would feel really good um, if you could help me um figure this out on my website. And he loves that. He loves to feel like he's part of what I'm doing and he's part of 
um, my success in that. And so I let him do that. But Oh, that is awesome. That is so awesome. All right, so if I was a woman and I was smarter than my man and I was more aggressive and I was making more money and I would I would keep my the door is obviously really key here to closing the door when you're in boys so that it doesn't slop over. Yeah. But what would you say when she comes out then and if her man has no idea what she's doing cannot join in any conversation at all or help her. Would you say just to shut up about it or what? No, because actually, you know, it's part of her, and I I really feel that it's important that that's shared with her man. But she can talk, she can still be in her feminine when she's talking about that with her man. She can just say, and I do this with my husband, I say, oh, my gosh, I feel so good about the client I just had. You know, I I feel like I I really got somewhere with her, and she's turning a corner, and that's really it. And then he can just say, "Oh, I'm so proud of you, babe. I'm so happy for you." And there, you've just made a connection with him, and he feels like he's part of it because he doesn't want to be shut out of what you do. You know, he he wants to be part of it, even though he if he doesn't really get his hands in there, he can still help you celebrate your accomplishment. Because when you're happy, he's happy. Oh, my gosh. So what you're basically, what I'm hearing here, and this is very helpful to me personally, because I, you know, I can tend to be a workaholic. And, Mm. you know, I really am using all of my tools at all times to do what you're talking about here that you seem to have great success with. So by sharing what's going on about your work in this feminine way, he gets to be masculine and supportive of you without ever really addressing the business-like stuff so that you don't ever have to jump back into your masculine, oh, I did it this way, or, or, or I'm, I'm doing this on Facebook, or that kind of stuff. You don't have to do that then. Absolutely. You just get to be, your, he just gets to see your feminine side. You know, every once in a while he'll see your masculine you know, your boy energy come out. And I actually think that that's a good thing. Oh, tell me about that. <laughs> well, because then when you when you sink into your softness, he appreciates that even more. You just want to make sure that the balance tips way into the feminine side. Okay, so um, for instance, um, when we were getting ready for our wedding, we were creating our yard we had to completely landscape our yard to make it because we were having our wedding in our yard so i had to get in there and i had to be in my boy energy to get things done in the yard how did you know that without you know making him feel you know not good because oh yeah remodels things like that yeah it's tricky because um you know i am i I consider myself pretty smart, and I consider myself very much a doer. I can accomplish things. I'm kind of like a pit bull. You know, it's like once I grab on, I don't want to let go. I want to get it done. Um, But I'm really in touch with um, myself, my inner self, and my femininity, so I can tell, my body will tell me when I'm going too far, when I'm starting to feel like the man. And I'll just get up and just say, "Okay, I'm I'm done. I'm good. I'm gonna I'm gonna go take a bath. I'm I'm really very big into baths because I think baths are very feminine with, you know, rose water and all that stuff and candles and music. And I'll just I'll just tell him I'm 
I am so honest with him. I'll just say, I'm starting, you know, I'm starting to feel like, you know, not like a girl right now. I don't feel like a girl. I'm going to go pamper myself. And he loves it. He's like, okay, go ahead. And it, and it makes him appreciate me more because I'm taking care of me. You know, I'm that putting is totally that amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. how are you able to abandon the project in order to do that and just leave him and the other people to take care of things? How are you able to let go at that moment? It wasn't easy at first because um, I'm a little bit of a control freak. <laughs> I, I admit it, um, and I want you know I want things to be perfect, but it's a lot of self dialogue. I've learned to talk to myself a lot and listen to myself, and I'll just say, you know what, it's okay. You know, it's okay if if this if this isn't exactly perfect. If if the patio isn't um, exactly aligned the way I want it to be, it's still going to be perfect because he's doing it. You know, he's doing it out of love. He's doing it because he wants to make me happy. And I just, I I put my energy on the fact and I focus on the fact that he has my best interest at heart and he's going to do his absolute best to make me happy. And I just let go of perfection. I just let go of perfection. It, you know, if if the line isn't exactly straight. It's okay because the beauty is in the imperfection. And usually if you let go and just kind of open yourself up to possibilities instead of trying to control the outcome, things usually turn out way better than you could have even anticipated. It's like let yourself be surprised, which I know you're all about, is being surprised. And I love it because I I, I can't possibly fathom what the universe has up its sleeve for me. And if I let go of it, I'm always happily surprised. Wow. I'm just trying to imagine, you know, letting somebody take over in a moment and you just told me you do it. So I, I know that the my my instinct is to just grab on to the control of the situation and not let I mean, now what's what I really want in my depths is to just grab on like a pit bull and not let anybody get in the way of me finishing things the way I want to finish them. I mean, I want to override people's conversations. I just want to do all that. And as you say, I have to I have to catch myself and stop myself. And it doesn't feel good at first to let it go. Do you experience that? Yeah. Yeah, very much, big time. Um, and actually, slowing down is key, and that's kind of my my motto right now is just slow down because you miss so much when you don't slow down. And when we're in doing mode and when we're in controlling yeah. mode, it's usually when we're on that kind of we're we're in that um, fast paced mode. Um, we're just trying to accomplish and. The magic doesn't happen in fast forward. The magic happens in the present moment when you slow down and you breathe and you experience. And if I tell myself that, if I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to slow down. I'm going to pretend I'm walking from one end of the swimming pool to the other and I can't go fast when I'm in the swimming pool. It's just not possible. It just isn't. Um, 
I, I can feel everything that's happening. And it's not, and I'm just not in the start and then the end. I'm in everything in between. And everything in between is where all the magic is happening. And I miss it all if I just try to get to the end. So if I keep myself talking to myself and just say, okay, do I want to just get to the, to the end or do I want to experience all that all that good stuff that's happening in the middle? It's like the middle of an Oreo, you know? You can <laughs> If you take out the middle of the Oreo, it's kind of bland. There's, you know, it's just two two chocolate cookies. It's the, you know, the good stuff's in the middle. And that's what you want to feel. That's what you want to experience. Oh my god, I love that. Do you have to trust your husband in order to let it go? 100%. That was the biggest thing for me. And that is what causes so much attraction in a man. When he feels that you trust him 100%, even if you're scared, even if he knows that you like to control, especially if he knows that you like to control, and you still let go and say, you know what, I trust you. I trust you. It's going to get done he just falls so much deeper in love with you because that's what a man's all about. He wants he wants your trust. He wants your respect. This and is, it makes him feel more like a man. This is brilliant to me. Um, you're just talking about now where women struggle most in attracting the love they want, which is how do I respect and trust this man when he's not as smart as me, he's not doing everything he says, I'm mad at him. I mean, what? How? if I come to you and I've got this issue, you know, I love him, he's wonderful, most of the time it's good, but it's, you know, I can't trust him completely. Um, he looks, looked at another woman or, or, you know, he doesn't take out the garbage or he doesn't do what he says he's going to do or this, that, and the other. How do you help me rebuild that so that I can, you know, keep attracting him? That's a really good question because I had to actually do that in my own relationship. Oh, my gosh. Tell us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's a, it's really all about your focus. Where do you want to put your focus? Do you want to focus on the fact that, you know, he, he may not be as smart as you or the fact that he doesn't make as much money or he's not as accomplished as you or do you want to f- focus on the fact that, he loves you, that he has your best interests at heart, that he tries to make you happy every day. He's a big heart. Where do you want to put your focus? And also ask yourself a question. You know, I ask myself this question all the time when I find myself in that struggling mode where I want it done a certain way. Um, I just say, what's more important here? Is, is, is this is this project more important? Is this patio more important? Or is my relationship more important? And, you know, always, of course, my relationship is more important. It's always more important. And so I'm just, okay, well, what's the worst that can I, can happen if I completely let go, if I completely drop those oars and let him do it? What's the worst that can happen? Well, the patio is not going to turn out exactly the way I want it. All right. Is that is that completely unfixable? Of course it's not. 
So I can always go back and practice being in my feminine and practice the feeling messages, which you taught me so well, you know. You know, I would feel better if the patio were just a little bit more like this. And he can go in and fix it then, and then he can be your hero again and make it the way you want it. You know, nothing nothing is undoable, but the most important thing is the relationship that you have with this man. And how do you help me with the anxiety of that kind of major shift in my attitude and the way I am? Speaking me as everybody else out there. Mm -hmm. The anxiety comes up because it's unfamiliar. You're not used to letting somebody else take over. It, it It all goes back to the woman being just an absolute whiz, which so many women that I know that I encounter are just whizzes at what they do at their jobs and taking care of households. So they're not used to letting another person just take control and do their own thing in their own way. You know, he's going to do it in a different way. It's just human nature. No one's going to do it the exact same way that you would do it. So if you tell yourself, hey, you know, he's not, he's just not going to do it the same way as me. And you, you, you don't stand over him and watch. You know, you go and you put your energy on you. You take your focus away from that task in that situation and you go do something that's going to make you feel good, like getting out in nature. I love getting out in nature, taking a, a walk, going to the gym, walking your dog, going swimming. You know, have a list of things that make you feel good that's going to take you out of that situation. And, you know, he if he's in charge at that point. The man's got to be in charge, and you have to make a choice. It's as simple as that. You make a choice. Do I want to be in control? Do I want to oversee all this or do I want to be the woman and have the man who cherishes me and loves me? You you can't, you really can't have both. Oh my gosh. All right, well, how does this, to include all situations, how does this operate in a dating situation if I'm single? So that I can attract a man and you know, get past three, four, five dates and like him, you know? Mm-hmm. In a dating situation, it's it's really the exact same thing. Even though, you know, he may not be your husband, he may not be the man you're in a, in a relationship with, you want to be this way with all men. You want to be this way. Uh, so it's basically when you're around masculine energy, you're feminine. So when when you encounter a man, you just automatically go into this um, the state of being instead of the state of doing. You just let a man do for you, even if you're at work and your you know your your boss is a man or your colleague or your subordinate is a man. You let him open the door for you. You you know you you let him let you walk ahead of him. It, it's just. It's just the way the masculine feminine energy works. So when you're dating, it's the same thing. You let a man pay, you let a man drive to you, you you let a man make the plans. And you just give up the the control of that. You you've got plenty of opportunity to be in control and to let your boy energy take over. 
you know, you've, you're in your home, you know, you're probably taking care of a pet, or you're taking care of house plants, or you're taking care of, yeah. um, you know, the, the house itself. You've got plenty of time, plenty of opportunity to flex your boy energy. But whenever you're around a man, you just want to be the girl. Right, that, that leads us to a very powerful question, which is, in the workplace, how do I act powerfully around the other men in the workplace? And I'm not going to have you answer that for a long time, because I'm going to ha- make you do a whole new interview on that. Is that something you'd like to speak to, how I am powerful in the workplace with men? Mm-hmm. How that oh, happens? yeah. I mean, because if, I, if I'm deferring to men in the workplace, then I, you know, there's a that is the essence of what walking the feminine edge is. Um, to stay with what we were at, uh, oh, by the way, everybody, you got to go to www.coachvalerie.com and, you know, get her free, irresistibly attracted to you, three ways to get that, get to know her, and sign up for a free instant attraction session. You can hear how um, amazing she is, how, I don't know, I just I just feel really taken care of here by you, Valerie. Thank you. Thank you so right, much. If there was one thing, one thing that we could do out of all the things we've discussed to start attracting the love that you want, would it be what you just mentioned or is there something else? Well, really the biggest thing I think a woman can do to attract the love that they want is to start acting in a loving way towards themselves all the time. So they should never act or think in negative terms about themselves because this will attract men who want to do the same, which is, you know, create negativity in their lives and which shows up in hurting them. So if a woman can use words and actions that are loving, then they're going to start attracting men who will do the same to them. So they always want to build themselves up. That's really the the biggest thing I always try to tell a woman is to build themselves up, and then they're going to attract men who want to do the same. And I'm guessing you have lots of ways to help make that happen. Tons, tons of ways. <laughs> Unbelievable, uh, Valerie. This is this has been amazing. If you only had a minute to get me started on how do I manage to use my boy energy, my girl energy in the workplace to be really successful? If I'm not an entrepreneur, what would you say? Because you get to straddle both. Um, I would say it, as soon as you see a man, whenever you see a man. Go into your lean back position, and whether you're sitting or standing, just automatically just take a deep breath and and just lean back and let his energy come towards you. And he's he, he's still going to he's going to respect you even more, and he's going it's going to make him hear you more. Even right, so it's the complete opposite of what we instinctively think a powerful woman's supposed to do, which is lean in. Absolutely. Absolutely, because he's going to lean in then. When you when you go back, he's going to come forward and he's going to hear you, and that's what you want. You want to be heard, right? And you don't have to elbow you? your way in. What was I'm that? Sorry. I'm sorry, I had a little double voice there. And he'll hear me in 
as a powerful presence instead of as some kind of demure girl, even though I'm leaning back and drawing him towards me? There's you nothing listen more to me? Power, there's nothing more powerful than a feminine woman on this planet. There's nothing more powerful than a feminine woman. I truly believe that. <sighs> Valerie, this has been illuminating, and uh, I cannot wait to do a second interview with you just taking this whole experience further. I uh, giving me goosebumps, and thank you so much for doing this, and happy Valentine's Day to you. And once again, go to www.valerie, with an A, two A's, V-A-L-A-R-I-E, orion.com, and get all the free stuff that she's, that she's just offering us. And thank you so much, Valerie. Thank you, Rory. It's been so much fun.